0: Unbecoming of age the podcast a cautionary tale listen to what they say then do the opposites your hosts Colin Flynn and John M Craig
1: thank you once again for joining us episode two one six unbecoming of age the podcast no we have not met in real life we are social distancing not because the government told us so it's just it's just kind of worked out that way my name's colin flynn i live in iowa john m craig
0: hey colin here i am in redback new jersey i did 216 when you said 216 right before we started recording i'm like are you gonna start playing the music at two minutes and 16 into us on the record and then i realized oh it's episode 216 because uh well we just dropped that what you dropped four episodes in a simultaneously dropped four episodes a week ago right <laughs> yes
1: which is yeah yeah I, I, it's yeah. completely you got a little just, backlog i i got you know i got i got a little i got a little backed up i got a little bound up i got a little i should have uh you know somewhere i, I needed a, a mental kaopectate is that what blows out your bowels? that's a one of those products, uh, yeah, i I couldn't. i I had to I had to edit a podcast and because uh, we had we had technical difficulties and right, it, there right. Was there was and-
0: one that was a little bit of a mess. There were, Three takes essentially. Yeah,
1: and and we're using a we're using a product. You know, all these anybody that does a, a a podcast, you've got something on the back end that makes the whole thing work. And uh... the product that we're using kind of sucks uh, in a way for for uh, doing editing and stuff because it's it's got some some issues. I'll just leave it at that. And so uh, I was dreading it, and I kept putting it away and putting it aside. And you and I kept recording something after that. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I got into this right. spiral, this loop where you know I. I don't know if, if if you do this, John, but uh, I, I occasionally will tend to uh, procrastinate about something, and then it 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 turns it turns ugly on me. It, it gets out of hand. I I I, uh, I, wait, I wait too long. I I think what what am I doing? Why 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 did I put this off so long? And then yeah, that's what happened. So
0: well, I, I completely understand it. I am a you know master procrastinator. Uh and uh and then that totally makes sense why it took you so long because that was episode two twelve. And you literally that was the first one and and we don't uh, we put them out sequentially, right? So you could have pushed out 13, two, th- four, 13, 14 and fifteen. But it was two twelve that had to be pushed out next. So you couldn't push out the others because you didn't want to deal with that edit. And and by the way, that edit, it's called sober why. Okay. And and you and I were talking and and we, we recorded that maybe five weeks ago. It it wasn't my job is over. My six week job that turned into a seven week job. Uh, because of the covid shutdown for one week
1: this was for a this this is a made this is a tv thing right this is a not a movie oh
0: yeah it was a tv show yes yes it was a tv a netflix tv show i was driving the actress may or may not talk about it uh they're done with the new york stuff um but i i only have great things to say okay not sarcasm reason Not The sure. reason I wanted okay.
1: to, to mention what it was I wanted to kind of differentiate whether it was TV or movie or whatever that's not so, not so much what it was called or who you were working with or what it was working on because I know some of that stuff is a little you know they, they, there's privacy issues there and, and you, you don't want to you know you don't want to talk about it too much of time yeah
0: I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful of the job that I have and how important it is to me and and talking about things that I shouldn't share and it and, um, and you know if if i were organized and could put things together maybe that'd be okay but that's not the case it's just you ask me a couple of questions and my mind just goes and then i just say the things and i guess that could be awesome but not for me personally right gotcha. so i don't want to go down that road so you were saying tv or movie and you were curious why
1: well, yeah well i'd gotten a i had gotten a, uh, I think it was a twitter message from uh from uh bernie in uh in Ireland, Bernie. What's his last name? Gold uh, something.
0: Oh, 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 Bernie. I think you meant like Sanders. I was no. like, he's back on. No. What? All right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, gold bomb. Gold.
1: <laughs> it's not Jewish. It's uh.
0: It's not gold bomb. It's uh. I, I gotta
1: look it up because I, I should know. Gilden
0: this. Stern. Gilden Rosencrantz. Stein. Gilden. Stein. No, it's neither of those. He's an American. He's a, yeah. Who lives in Ireland, and uh, what is is he is he um. Is Gold, he legally Goldbach,
1: blind? Goldbach. No, is that his thing? No, he's not blind. What the? Where did you get this? That was the guy. Okay, what are you so, talking
0: about? Wait. Great. Are you? 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 are Wait a second. The guy that's a professor.
1: Yes, he's Goldbach. He's not blind. You're. You're thinking the blind he, guy. You, okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. I
0: thought that he. I thought that he. He is. Uh, he may be able to see, but he.
1: Uh, I. I don't think I'm making this up. No, he sees he sees 2020 he's he's got his vision he was a pilot he was like in you know he the guy that you're thinking of is the dude from nova scotia you're serious wait
0: a second No, there was a dude from uh, okay Nova it doesn't really matter this is
1: kind of nutty because the whole reason i
0: say that is because the, well you know colin and i met on an audio uh, app right, called right. anchor which is now owned by spotify and it was a radio for the people it was basically audio twitter we've talked about this before and we met a bunch of people and became somewhat friendly with a bunch of people and this guy bernie as i remember him is an american who lives in ireland uh, he teaches media communications, I believe. Yes. And I, and and I, for some reason, I thought that he had an issue with his sight. For some, and 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 the one thing is that there were other people who were a vision impaired, like not like Colin and I. Our our vision could be corrected to 2020, and and that I, I thought I thought that was his thing. And I I don't know why I'm confusing people, but it's not important. So Bernie tweeted Bernie,
1: you, Bernie, and he said. He mentioned that uh, he he was uh, he was always interested in what John's doing for work, and the idea. Of, I you see. Know, you know, he he liked the the little snippets of, you know, you know, we're all doing that. We're voyeurs. Like when I see his stuff on on Instagram, I'm always uh, like today he was doing a, he did he had an Instagram story that I was I was really intrigued by because uh, my family uh, it was you know, I'm, I have Irish heritage. I've gotten so lately in the last few years I'm I'm less. I'm honestly I'm less excited about that than I used to be, just because um, I, I don't I don't know that it matters that much, it really, to tell you the truth. What, what, what you know, where your ancestors were from. Some people get really involved in that, and I was at one point sure. in my life I thought that was kind of a big deal. Now I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but he shows uh, you know th- things about his day to day in in, uh, in in Ireland, and uh, I see the the. Uh, for instance, uh, he, today he he showed a scene that looked very uh, pastoral. Uh, there was a there was a it looked like a place in the country ish, somewhere where uh, he and his uh, son and his daughter were. His daughter was skateboarding. She's got uh, brilliant, uh, uh, bright. Well, i shouldn't say bright red she's, she's got very irish girl looking red hair she's she's good she's a, you know just a very irish looking looking uh looking lassie uh she's she looks to be to me i would guess uh, maybe about 12-ish years old something like that his son's maybe uh uh seven or eight i'm guessing just uh, right off the top of my head but um they were out um in, in the in the in the look like a, maybe a local park or something but the uh It was seemed odd to me a little bit because in Ireland right now, apparently the, all the trees have leaves on them. They're fully leafed, leafed, leafed. Um, Here we have just, things are budding out barely. We don't the the trees that we have left after our big storm last year are, you know, they're they're budding, but there's not leaves on the trees yet. Um, And, but if I look across the, I always think if I look across the, you know, the, the, you know the, the map, and it seems like they're at, at about the same level ish as as I am on on the on the uh, you know a lot of longitude latitude sort of thing. So they look to be at the same same part of the globe, roughly. Like it's I was a little confused by the weather in Ireland. It seems a little weird, but they're they're showing he's showing a lot of the 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 brooks and the streams and all of that stuff and where they're out um, you know doing their doing their stuff. And it's it's I, you know I, I, and just um, he's talked about things uh, various at various times about, um, uh, as an example, the size of the refrigerators in in Ireland are very small. Apparently, you can't, people don't here here. Yeah, yeah We we try right. to have these giant refrigerators. And we try to put you know, and they're still not big enough. And they're yeah, exactly. They're still not big enough. We're yeah,
0: big enough. I lived in when I lived in London for about eight nine months and I was surprised how teeny weeny those little refrigerators were. Yeah, flat. Yeah,
1: yeah, so he's he's got a, uh, a house, and uh, they've they've been doing some remodeling, uh, and also some he's he's done a bunch of uh, looks like stuff to an outdoor uh, what I would call a patio, but they they call it there's some other name I can't remember what he refers to it as, but uh, something the the, uh, out, the outside thing that he's fixing. Up, you know, but he's looking at. Yeah, you know, he I'm sure he looks at. at he's from originally his, his family's from Iowa, where I'm, I'm at. He's got um, relatives that are. Um, uh, fairly close to where I live, and so he'll, oftentimes he'll say something about the the weather in, in Iowa. It's uh, it's of interest to him, but he's also very interested in what you've got going on. So that's the way this whole you know this whole thing works. Yeah, you know I know,
0: and and, and so it's I I was just checking out his Instagram, and yes, it's Bernie Goldbach, and I have no idea where I thought he was somewhat vision impaired, and I, and again you thought I thought
1: he was a blind Jew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no i didn't think he was a blind jew i don't i i knew i it was very clear that he was not jewish not just because he lived in ireland but it didn't seem to be but i don't know i've never you know i've never looked at his you know 23andme or ancestry.com profile or his instagram but i had interacted with him on anchor at some point um but i I was at times i was more passive on anchor because uh, i'd done that whole periscope you know connection friend connection thing and and i became friends with a group of people like evan mcdonald who you know the the guy from you know seattle the seattle area who now lives in argentina i forget we haven't talked to one another much recently and uh and matthew cunningham of course who listens to the show and we talk about him he lives in dc and while while looking and matthew of all of the group of people that I met on anchor, he has pretty much met more people than anyone else. So just about everyone he became friends with, or friendly with, he met them in real life.
1: He's been by my and I house. just
0: noticed on Bernie's that Jennifer Elon, all right, who lives in Southern California, Orange County, she is she is the Matthew Cunningham of anchor. She was literally in Ireland and she's on Bernie's Instagram. Yeah. This is a woman who, who loves, loves Disneyland. Yes. And, uh, I mean, a ridiculous amount and, As and, and a season in pass. I, I'm going to be 50 this year. She is older than me. I do not know Jennifer's, uh, age exactly, but, uh, she, she was one of those people that really put herself out there and met people and became friends and met them in real life. And you and I still have not met. <laughs>
1: No, and I I would, uh, okay, so she's, uh, there's another guy, Apollo Mani, that she, I know she's been over to, to, to his, uh, his crib. Another and, Irish guy from uh, Cork. From Cork. Uh, Paul is a poet and a uh, uh, a lover of, of the opera, and uh, he's also a uh, toastmaster. <laughs> and uh, he mm. likes to eat mm. while he talks online, which drives me crazy. But anyway, Paul, love you, dude. Um, but... Um, uh. <laughs> Anyway, no, he's he's an interesting cat, and she, but yeah, she's been able to visit. If she, if she if Jennifer if uh, if uh, she were to swing through, uh, the state, uh, I would be happy to to uh, hang out with Jennifer. Uh, she's she's a a uh, she's genuinely a nice person. I can tell. She's she's genuine. Yes,
0: I believe that to be true, and she does not. Listen to podcasts. No, she as a rule
1: she has listened to the show. I know before because she's has mentioned a few things, but I, I think only to an episode or two, which is fine. Yeah, because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the way it is. It's,
0: well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think that anyone who's listened to more than one or two episodes is out of their mind. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I wish I were joking, but I'm not. I'm not the best marketing guy or promotional guy for my own podcast. You know?
1: would, yeah. <laughs> so, if you, if that could be our, you know, some sort of positioning. You know, we could use that as a as a catchphrase, as a, you know, yeah. something. If you listen to more than two, you're nuts or something. You know, we'll come. No,
0: no. You. So no, something is seriously wrong with you. It's I mean, and and, and and I I think for me. Maybe it is the anti-marketing marketing. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck you. Don't listen to my no no seriously no stop listening. And then they why are you listening? I told you turn the fuck you got off. something wrong
1: with you. No. And it's not yeah. COVID. Fuck Yes.
0: Yeah. Um. So so I I may I may for Bernie's sake uh, I may get back into uh, the the show what it is and and a, and a few little things uh, and uh, maybe I'll you know in the back of my mind I'll think of like oh what's a good anecdote. For the fun of the show and i don't know but that there's much you're, you're um, at, for you're at, me you're at,
1: you're in a spot right now though where the, the that gig is is up and as always you're you're now you've got your uh you call into the, to the union you you have a the, you text in to the union and then what happens
0: um i will at any moment it could be now. It's unlikely at 11.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time I will get a text from one of the two guys that handle dispatch assigning guys to jobs, right? Men and women to jobs. Mostly men, but there are women too. Um, and it, it'll be a text. It's like, uh, you know, call uh, Frank Genovese um blah 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 about uh five days on a van blah 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 and then i would if it's text i would text frank if it were a call i would frank frank genovese is not a a captain as far as i know um but it would be the transportation coordinator we call him in new york we call him the transportation captain and then i would reach out to that person this is john craig uh you know uh jimmy From the hall, you know, Jimmy uh, asked me to call about XYZ and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd probably have to wait until the guy contacts me. And then he would say, uh, go over to, um, you know, Steiner Studios in Brooklyn uh, for a COVID test tomorrow. And then I would go in, and then I would do my start paperwork. I'd probably meet the boss. Maybe. It depends on where they are, or I might have to go to the Bronx to, like, a location where they're shooting. And then there's a trailer with the COVID team, and then they stick a swab up my nostril. And then the next day, I start the job. And then if I test positive, they kick me off the job. And then I go back home, and I quarantine for 10 days, and I go, damn, whatever. So,
1: but you're, d- um, you're double vaccinated case. now. So, you, you, you the chances. Well, now...
0: I am double vaccinated. I am I am I have received my second COVID shot, my Pfizer shot uh this past Saturday. How to go? Uh and and uh so it was okay except so I had it scheduled If you remember I got my first shot on Friday. Uh I think it was April 2nd. It was Good Friday and we happened to be off that day. And the night, the day before we weren't shooting because, uh, we took a down day and we did a camera test. This, I think it was a camera test for a, a subway car, like in, uh, on the stage, they literally had us a, a New York city subway car on hydraulics. And they had these like rear projection, like screens outside of the windows. And they like, they made it, they, they put graffiti on it for some of the period stuff and they did all this stuff and it's kind of cool. And, and anyway, and so, um, I wasn't on the stage when they were shooting with it but the whole way the whole thing that they were doing is the hydraulics supposedly make it look like the subway's moving and then you've got the light effects and like other cars and shadows passing outside seems like it's really cool you know it's it's, it's uh, not it's not cost effective to shoot on a new york city subway you can't really own own it for very long it's limited uh, and they give you a a limited amount of time so so this is a good idea and there's no standing subway um car um set in new york city it'd be great if there were there should be i think every show would use it you know um but anyway it's uh I, I got the test on that Friday. Everything was fine. Three weeks later, fortunately, it was on a Saturday. I don't work on Saturdays. But Friday, this past Friday, the 23rd, was the last day of shooting. And we didn't start. I picked, I picked up the, the lead actress and the director, the co-director, at like 12.45 p.m. on a Friday. We did not finish until five forty-five Saturday morning. Wow! And Long day. So, and it was the last day of shooting, and there was a lot going on. And then I, um, I didn't drop off the actress until like seven, a few minutes after seven a.m. Now, I still have to go back to Staten Island returned at 9 a.m return the car to an enterprise rental car and then get in my personal car and drive to the Bronx by Yankee Stadium and get the thing and I'm exhausted and I'm on pure adrenaline I didn't even though I had the opportunity to take a little you know power nap at work I didn't I think it was like the adrenaline the whole thing being over uh, you know a new job and everything and so so I dropped her off got home. I wasn't going to take a shower, but I have to take a shower. I got to take a shower because it's like the reset. If you're not going to sleep and you're going to be up for 24 plus hours before you get your second COVID 19 vaccine, which anecdotally I've heard can knock some people out more so the Moderna than the um, you know the the um, what did I get the Pfizer uh, BioNTech. Um, and, uh, so yes, yeah, so I got up to the Bronx. Uh, my appointment was for, uh, 11 a.m. And, uh, I walked in there at like 10:57 a.m. And I was out in less than seven minutes. You're, su- they're supposed to ask you to wait, sit down for 15 minutes, but he didn't tell me to do that. So I just got in my car and I drove up and saw Susie. Now Susie was uh, who lives in Connecticut was getting her second shot that same day mm-hmm. a little after 6 p.m. Also at a CVS, hers was Moderna. Uh, she got her second shot and it it floored her, it kicked her ass. Really, I was fine, I was a little tired. Um, but she, um, yeah, she was from Saturday night until probably early Monday morning, she was. Tired and achy and just not great. It's not, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: off for game. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was a little tired and I, I took a little little couch nap. But I do that regular times. And also, you have to keep in mind, I worked in a four day period, Tuesday to Friday. I think I worked about seventy four hours. You that's know, and when I say surprise. work, I just mean I was on the clock. You were there, but I was up longer than those hours that I was present so you know during that so since, i think my exhaustion was more the the work schedule than than the vaccine yeah
1: yeah so while you're you know you're doing that you're in this van you a lot of it's like you said is uh you're, you're waiting you're you know they're you're on call mm-hmm. kind of basically mm-hmm. sitting in a vehicle sure do you ever sure. just nod off go to sleep do you know what i mean is that
0: and, oh yeah sure it happens sure but I, I try the whole thing is it's like it's it's kind of known uh, a lot of you know uh Theatrical teachers will take little naps here and there. Uh, the whole thing is be discreet about it. You know, you don't okay, want to flaunt okay. the thing. And 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 you know, it's 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 smart and safe to do so because you really don't want you know men and women uh, driving. Uh, you know, I'm driving a car or a van. But yeah, yeah. In this case, car. But nonetheless, you don't want people driving uh, vehicles when uh, they're sleep deprived. So um, if studies. You- Studies have shown that it can be just as bad, if not worse, than uh, in- intoxicated driving, yeah. and I'm not, uh, you know, condoning either.
1: They wouldn't like it if, though, if you if you got a, uh, a sleeping bag and got up on top of the vehicle and stretched out and set your alarm clock or something.
0: I uh, mean, if it were a fish music video, it would be fine. Like if you're doing it, then it's encouraged. you know, it weed. saves money on yeah. extras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but, right. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, it was, so, so my experience with the, the second shot was, uh, fine. Um, uh, no real complaints. And, and so, uh, yeah, I I feel, I feel fine. Yeah. Um, That's where
1: I was. I, you know, when I, I had the, when I had the second one, I, either one, I, I swear to God, I didn't feel anything. Muscle soreness, achy arm, nothing. You're saying the second one, you didn't feel that? Neither one. I, I Got zero. It's like I didn't even have it. It's like I It's like they I right. knew I was there right. I know that they gave it to me, but it was like there was uh, absolutely not a single uh, Nothing it was like I didn't even get it. But yeah, except like yeah, I've got the card that says I got it damn it I, I went to yeah, uh, so I went to um Last week, I, I was, uh, I, you know, uh, I, I was at a. Okay, so I went to this out. Uh, it was out outside. It was an outdoor event. There was a. Um, I, I am a uh, subscriber. There's a. Uh, there's a. I call it the fish truck, but there's this. Um, there's this guy that, uh, there's this company down in Texas, down in, uh, I think they're out of Corpus Christi. And they have this truck and they come up to various cities in the Midwest and they load the truck up with uh, fresh seafood. So they have like shrimp, they have uh, they had red snapper, they had crab, um, stuff like that. That, that is, you know, they caught like yesterday, put it on ice, drive the truck through the middle of the night. And uh, then they show up and they uh, show up at a parking lot and uh, they... Sell off the stuff off the back of the truck, and um, mm-hmm. so uh, I knew they were going to be there. So, um, okay, it's outside, nice day, sunny, uh, kind of breezy, a little bit, a little bit chillyish, but not bad, you know. So I get up to the place, and there is like forty people already in line, and so, so if you take forty people and everybody's trying to do the social distancing, which um, Interestingly, I read this week that uh, MIT, uh, which is one of your most prestigious uh, universities in the United States regarding science, um, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, one of the hardest schools in the United States to get into, um, did a uh, research project. They said that the whole social distancing thing, it's bullshit. It um, doesn't... Doesn't do what we thought it did. They basically said, "Throw that out the window." Um, so anyway, take take that or you, know, you can believe that or not, but whatever. Um, it it was outside, like I said. Uh, people were doing the social socially distant thing. Everybody were they were six to eight feet apart, I guess. So there was probably already 40 people in line. So if you take 40 people and stretch them out around a parking lot, you know you've got a pretty long line. Uh, I get to the end of the line and I'm standing there and I've got a mask in my pocket and. Yeah, pretty much I'd say out of the 40 people in front of me one guy out of the 40 in front of me Wasn't wearing a mask. I had the mask in my pocket. I thought I'm outside. I was like I'm uh, Fuck it. I'm not putting I'm not putting a mask on. I'm standing outside. I'm six feet apart from somebody uh, I'm not playing. The, I'm not playing the reindeer games anymore. I'm just not doing it uh, and uh, so I stood in line and as the line formed behind me, I noticed there were a few more people starting to do the the unmask thing. I'd say by the time I got towards the front of the line, there was probably another 40 or 50 people that had lined up behind me. And out of the 40 or 50 people that were behind me, probably five or six maybe didn't have a mask on. But um, there were people I, I, I may have been, projecting but I there were people I I think that were giving me the stink eye Um, the guy that was the the person that I bought the product from the guy from Texas uh, and they were masked uh, but um, he was he was super nice I could tell he did not give he did not give a shit at at all but um, uh, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is um, I'm not playing the outdoor uh, the outdoor reindeer games anymore Um, it's, it's just dumb. It's just, it's just ignorant. It's, just, it's completely a lack of, scientific, um, of la- lack of scientific evidence that um, you can catch the shit outside you can't. Um, it's been sh- the, I, And I looked into this very after this event, I looked into it, and in every case that they've talked about that possibly might have some sort of a completely anecdotal um, case about somebody catching it outside has come from, guess where? China. It's, it's seriously, and I sound like Trump saying that, but um, it's true. If you go Google it, go look for outside, outside stuff. And then today, the CDC came out and said, "Okay, here's the deal: you can't, you don't need to do that, if, especially if you're vaccinated, um, and probably even if you're not." So, um, well,
0: they said you don't have to wear your mask. No, and then uh, and then, and, then and, and, and Biden said the same thing. Right, but right. if you're in a crowd, he's like, but you should wear your mask, even if you are vaccinated." That's dumb. Though. So
1: that's dumb. That's based well, uh, on. But, but, but so nothing, here's the thing: is so, it There's nothing I, to back that up. It's just like complete bullshit. I, it's he's saying stuff I that is like didn't, ridiculous. There's there's nothing to show that that's real. Anyway, I'm not
0: okay. It. I I least I did not read the MIT study. Okay, I pulled it up on my phone. Obviously, oh. um, you know mit is a credible university i didn't read it you know so here's all i see is like i look at the top stories boston.com new mit study cast doubt on the so-called six foot rule will you still keep your distance uh insider two big caveats for mit study that said six foot rule won't stop COVID spread six foot you know um six foot social distancing rule misses bigger risks mit experts blah 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 There's so oh, anyway so i didn't really read it um i i I hope that that um, doesn't prove true because I'm gonna tell you, the only thing I really like about the six-foot rule is that most people don't follow it to six feet and they make it like two or three feet. And two or three feet is about as close as I want anyone I don't know near me at any time. I agree. If I'm going to a concert, i'm not going up front anymore not just because i'm almost 50 because i don't enjoy being around that many people when it comes to like times square new year's eve great i hope the people that want to be there want to jam in in cold new york city for this excitement drunken stupidity but i don't want any part of that crowd i don't you know what i mean like I've gone to Disney World with my kids. I'm okay with it. So, so there's the point. Not so much about the spread of COVID. I just, I have the spread of cooties and other germs and just being around yucky people. I agree. Okay? I, do, I do. Give agree. me personal I, space. I agree
1: with that. You know. the, the the problem I've got with the scenario where we have a governmental agency, uh, the president or whoever else, telling us, um, okay, well, first they say don't, then they say okay, it's okay now, go back. Um, the problem I've got with with all of that is um, it 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 has to be an individual decision. If you don't want to go to the front, and I don't either. If there's a lot of instances where where um, where I you know I, I don't want to be in a in a situation where there's a bunch of people. I think probably there's a lot of places where um, masks probably should have been worn in a lot of cases. If as long as they're a, a mask that's an effective mask. Um, you know in people that are preparing food and restaurants and things like that um but the idea that uh, a government should tell us uh, that a restaurant can't be open because of some masking uh, bullshit and it, and if it's bullshit it's 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 if it's not actually scientifically proven beyond all doubt then it just is something that is a mandate that a government is made up to take away the ability for either the business to conduct business to be in business to actually survive and exist and provide jobs or the ability for people to walk through life in a manner that they feel is um, the way that they want to conduct their life and if it's something that's truly harmful and it's truly uh, detrimental to society I'm all I'm all for the idea that let's uh, absolutely come up with the with the real bona fide truth that exists but we're finding out um, in, in a lot of cases, a lot of things we've been told just absolutely aren't fucking true, and um, or they, they weren't they weren't helpful. They weren't they weren't doing much of anything. I just read in in Iowa as an example, in the this last year the the, the, the year that represents completely the COVID year, the the year of the lock. Well, we didn't have huge lockdowns, but um, the the uh, deaths that have occurred in in the state of Iowa due to opioid overdose have doubled they uh, they they've, they've, they've gone through the roof and uh, why I've, I probably I can't think of another reason we we know that people are dying of this from things that don't are are not necessarily relate, relatable directly to covid they're they're depressed they're committing suicide they're they're um, disconnecting from life they're and that's, I mean, that's fine. If you want to disconnect, if you want to, if you want to step away from, from society in a way, completely your decision. I, I don't have any problem with that. There are people, though, that I can, I've got friends, as an example, that are still flipping out. I know, because I talked to them. They're like, I'm not sure whether I should still, you know, I should I go out? Should I wear a mask? Should I go to somebody's house? It's like, we're all going to have to figure that out on our own when we're comfortable with that. But, from my standpoint, I'm, I'm just thinking um, y- y- this, the sooner we can get back to not the new normal, but the old normal, the better, uh, as much as the old well, normal as possible.
0: So, so I, uh, I, it's easy to get caught in the weeds with this shit. As it far is, as being outside with a mask, I'm not really down. I'm not down with it. I did it more when I started going into New York City when I started working. Because if I, I would park the van, wait for my pickup, because I usually show up early, and I would go for a walk. And like if I was in a, on a crowded street, everybody's wearing their mask, I'm just going to wear my mask. I think it's silly and ridiculous, and there's plenty of room to move around when i run in new jersey i'm running in a place where it's not so crowded i don't even take a mask with me and i run far away and around people i would do that if it were if the pandemic never happened i would do that and run and i'm not going to run into or close to someone right you know and so and and at no point did i believe I can give you, if if on this small chance that I have COVID, I'm going to give it to you. I was in, I met Susie for lunch in Connecticut, in New Canaan, Connecticut, where she, and so, and uh, she came out, and I was sitting on a bench and I had my mask off. And She said something to me, you know, about you're supposed to wear your mask. I'm like, I'm, out, I'm sitting here. There are people walking. If someone, if a large group of people come on, I'll just, as a courtesy, I'll put the mask on to show. And you know what I mean? Like I can, and, and I, I'd like to believe that more people are reasonable like that and not like a fuck you about things. And as far as this whole if you're vaccinated thing, it's still not going to st- it's not going to stop the extreme people who are anti-maskers or total maskers like from still judging and being assholes about the whole fucking thing. So, I work with a guy who's a, a young kid, 29, 30 something years old, the second to last day of the job. He he's 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 a, he's a nice enough kid, but it's this is not his favorite thing. He knew people that got him in there and whatever. And and this guy and his dad, this guy told me, I, we were talking about the job early on in the job, and it, apparently he, he had like an Amazon store, and he was selling stuff on Amazon, and he had some issues with it, whatever. And so on the second to last day of the job, one of the other guys I work with said, hey, and he showed me this little pin and it had a V on it. And he told me that, uh, you know, Joe set it up, and uh, he's, he's selling them. I have no idea how much he's selling for And they're vaccination pins. Just little <laughs> enamel pins that look yeah. kind of official. But they don't mean shit, right? Like, it's not like right. you send a picture of your card, which is so easy. If you've seen the vaccination card, it's like a little index card that anybody can make. And it has a little scribble yeah, on
1: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: like, first day that you got it done. Right? So, you pay these guys money. So, this guy and his dad. And I was i was in the bathroom <laughs> on, like, this the same like an hour after hearing about this little pin and this guy showed me the pin. Oh cool. I'm like I'm good. I'm not going to wear one. It's meaningless. It's so stupid. It's a waste of money. It's ridiculous. And so I hear a guy, I see a guy in the, in the in a stall and he's on the phone. And and he's like, "Yeah, um dad, he and his dad have the business together. Yeah, we sold one. We sold another one." Right? So they're just like watching it. They're like these <laughs> Just like so, so like so. Here's like how it's like the Scarlet Letter. What the fuck is this shit?
1: You know? Oh uh, yeah, Which, that's that's kind of where yeah, th- some people want it to go. They, they, they I, I guess, uh, from what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they really, yeah, that,
0: that was Susie's reference. The Scarlet Letter is the opposite, I guess. Where it'd be like, I'm vaccinated, but it's bullshit, right? It's it means nothing.
1: Yeah, and I right, I'm, I'm at the point, and uh, my wife Rachel is. Uh, <laughs> she's like. <laughs> Uh, she's rolling her eyes at me because i'm like uh i i don't care anymore and now I, if somebody looks at me and thinks i'm i'm whatever I, they're gonna have to deal with that that's on them and whatever whatever the, whatever's going on in their head to think that um i'm i'm part of the problem that's that's fine i, I have no problem whatsoever with anybody thinking anything about me regarding this whether i'm uh walking around w- without a mask on i because i know i've done my part <laughs> and i'm not giving it to you i'm not spreading it i'm not encouraging the spread of it um, i've done my part and if you have some hang up some political party affiliation belief or some sort of uh neuroses that's mm-hmm. you know bouncing around in your head that is causing you angst over this I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I'm, i you know, and if the idea that's that it's a courtesy for me to put it on because something is somebody else that, that I don't know, uh, some perception that they might have something going on, I'm sorry. It, that's on them. It's not. I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I, was... I don't give a fuck. I, and in fact, I think the more people that don't give a fuck, the better we are because that's the sooner we're going to get into a situation where people who are for whatever reason need to be wearing a mask are gonna be wearing the mask, I'm not gonna ask them why, I'm not gonna wonder about their business or worry about their business. Um, If they think, I don't wanna catch COVID, I don't wanna catch a cold, I don't wanna catch whatever communicable disease might be floating around, I'm in an airport and I'm going to Japan or I'm going to wherever and I just would rather not be on a plane without one of these on, more power to you. I may even be on a plane someday with one on myself voluntarily because I've thought about it and thought, when I get uh, to wherever I'm flying to Australia or something and I don't wanna be on a plane for 12 hours and get there and feel like shit because all of a sudden I've caught some bullshit in the plane, I may do that, I, You know, I, I I might. But in the meantime, for me to worry about somebody else what they're worrying about what I'm doing or what's what's going on with me, go fuck yourself. That's, that's where I'm at with it, seriously. I, I don't care right? because we, we have to put this shit behind us. We have to move on, <laughs> in my mind, so anyway where i'm at Well,
0: i i as as long as i'm doing the job that i'm doing yeah i get i'm gonna have to wear a mask when i work Work because them's the rules yeah yeah yeah. and until them those rules change and i don't know how or when that's going to change i am going to continue to wear it i i uh i'm you know i won't wear it so Cameron has, you know, half vaccine. So Susie's fully vaccinated. And I mean, and she she and I were in our pod, even though we were not living together. You know, it was just one of those things. You know, we wore them together when we had to. And then we didn't, you know, and and when we were separate, we wore them when we had to work, et cetera. Businesses that require it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, Cameron's uh, half vaccinated. Um and uh, my parents are fully vaccinated and beyond the two weeks after the second dose. And uh, Kylie, uh, who's my daughter, is 16. She, um, she ended up getting um, a vaccine a couple of years ago, about a year, year and a half ago. And I don't remember if it was a vaccine or a booster shot. Not sure which one. I wasn't there. I was working. And she passed out after she got the shot in, in the parking lot. It was right at the pediatrician's office. She went back in and everything was okay. So because of that uh, situation, um, um, Andrea, her mom, my ex-wife, and, and, uh, and Kylie wanted, wanted to get the shot at a medical facility rather than a drugstore in case she, right? she passes out and just in case right Makes just sense. in case Makes anything sense. happens and at the drugstore what they told Susie at the cvs you you have to wait 15 minutes and they have little chairs yeah. in like you know laxative yeah, 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 yeah. aisle right whereas at the cvs that i went to in the bronx i got the shot didn't say anything and I saw there were chairs, so I felt fine. I just walked out, got in my car, and started driving. I, I did, didn't know. Yeah. I figured. I figured. You know what? If if I start to feel something, I'll pull over.
1: I did. Now I don't know thing. if that was
0: smart or dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I did the same thing. I, he, he said, uh, "We suggest you stay for fifteen minutes." He said, "If you if you you know, want to walk around the store and, and look, that's fine." uh you know we, we can't we said what we can't enforce yeah. it is what he said yeah. and i was like well, uh, right, right, i did right. a half a lap I did so, a, yeah i did a half a lap around the store and i left
0: oh well, yeah so uh, susie and i walked around a little bit we did some shopping and 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 just a little bit got a few things that she needed and things that i didn't need but i was like you know what i really want to try the peanut butter cups with instead of chocolate and peanut butter peanut butter and peanut butter I want more peanut butter in my peanut butter cup. Um, <laughs> so we're in there and it's fifteen minutes and I'm like, it's not like they can make us stay, but okay, how do you feel? Right, right. And then and then but then um once we were in it, we had like three minutes left and I'm like, We can't leave. Like I'm just I am like but once we wait we got to do the whole fifteen minutes I think that's a little bit of my Virgo OCD or something I don't know yeah. but I didn't push it hard but in my head I'm like
1: oh, we got so to more minutes I was just looking in in this state in the state of Iowa we have uh, ninety nine counties in Iowa um, out of the ninety nine counties they say that currently eighty counties out of the ninety nine in the state of Iowa are now officially telling the CDC the state. Uh, Agencies—they're saying we have more than enough vaccines. Where they're turning—they're turning away vaccines. They're saying everything we've got uh, mm. has been allocated to anybody. We—we we have more than enough. We're trying to get people to come in at this point and get vaccinated. But uh, what we have at this point is plenty, as far as the demand uh, has as as sh- has shown. So there's um. I'm looking at the statistics here. It looks like uh, 18 to 64 year olds, they've got a pretty good compliance rate. It looks like it's uh, it's like I, th- I think I'm reading this right. It's like 67 percent have had at least one vaccination between 18 and 64. So you, so you're looking at maybe maybe say for instance it might end up being 40 percent don't want to comply and don't want to get vaccinated. So. You know, it's like, again, I'm going back to this thing in my head. I'm going, okay, so for everybody else that is vaccinated, 18 to 64-year-olds, it's like 60%. So there's 40% that are saying, no, we're not going to do this. So the rest of us are going to change our lives now because of a bunch of fucking non-compliers because they're saying, I don't want to get it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. at, at this point, if they get it, It's on you, you know, I I hope you don't get it. I hope if you do get it, you get a mild case and you spread it to everybody else that'll get a mild case and it helps with some sort of herd immunity thing so that it goes away quicker. But for me to change my life at this point for the 40% that refuse to take the vaccine, it's just, no, the the risk reward is is not there. It's just, it is just not. And um, so as far as I'm concerned, in my head, it's over. <laughs> the, the whole pandemic, wow. the whole thing, it's, it's I, yeah,
0: over. Okay. Well, I, I, I have a question for you, but a little quiz thing after sure. I get back into this nonsense with Kylie and where I'm at with the thing, because I, I know how you're going to answer this question. I'm certain of it, but I'm going <laughs> to hold it off, and and, and I'll give right. Bernie a little something. I don't know where we are and how much time we have left, but uh, Kylie, um, I, w- I tore a page out of your book. I had a tr- lot of trouble. Getting um, uh, an appointment for Kylie. She's 16 and she can only get the Pfizer vaccine, right? Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. Okay. You know, from Moderna is 18 and older. Johnson and Johnson was 18 and older, but that's moot because it's out of the mix right now because um, whatever, a very small percentage of people got the blood clot. Okay, I get it. You pull it, but then people panic, and then you now you get a bunch of people that are like, "I'm not getting the vaccine." You see what I knew it? It's gonna kill us. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. The statistics are right. even. If you don't believe in COVID, but you do believe that the vaccine thing, it's people. It fits someone's agenda, right? Because it's like a smaller percentage. You know, I mean, fortunately, no one has died, as far as I know, from uh, getting a vaccine shot. And if that happens, the news isn't going to report it anyway. So, all right. So, fuck everyone. <laughs> and I don't. It doesn't, okay. So I'm kidding. I don't know. I know nothing. I don't think except. So. Except, like I said, I tore a page out of your book, and I followed the New Jersey Vaccine Bot. Okay. Right? So when you go to the New Jersey website, it will show you some of the appointments were found through the the vac- the Twitter accounts um, that you know the the Vaccine New Jersey Twitter accounts. And so uh, a neighbor actually mentioned that um, she got two an appointment for her husband and her daughter using that. She's like, "Are you on Twitter?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm on Twitter." And so I followed it. Yesterday and today got a tweet alert that the medical facility that's 30 minutes away from me that has the Pfizer vaccine is doing uh, walk-in shots tomorrow. Okay. From, yeah, it's like 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. and then I think 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Just first come, first serve. So Kylie's in school from like, you know, 740 to 1140. So as soon as she's done with virtual school for her, um, she, uh, we're going to drive down and, uh, it's, you know, you have to have a, an adult, a, a parent guardian with them. So she'll get her first shot and, um. You know, and then the the third, the, the second one will be three weeks later, although I've heard stories from people who have gotten the shot, the first shot somewhere and um, far further away and then able to schedule the second shot closer as long as it's the same, you know, vaccine, you yeah. know. Right, right. So, so, so that's good. We're in a good direction there. And, um. You know, it's so being off of work this week is, is, is good in that sense that this thing came up, I'm around and I could take Kylie to, to get the shot.
1: And hopefully and she, so. Hopefully, she does not pass out.
0: <laughs> no. Right. I hope so. I hope so. because I, I, I yeah. just, you know, she can get a little nervous and anxious anyway. Like even like today driving with her or the other day driving with her and we got onto the Garden State Parkway and it was like an entrance to the parkway. It was a left entrance. So now, and we have to get off the exit two miles, right? When the divide, when you get to, you know, so now she's got to cut, literally cut across.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's five lanes. When she gets on four lanes of traffic to get to the exit. Right. And I did it today. I, I, I used the same route today
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there was so much more traffic and I was stressed out. I'm like, motherfucker, I got to look over my right shoulder, check my mirrors. And literally, these people, I'm doing like 50, pushing to 60, 65. And these people are doing like 75 and 80
1: in all lanes. So, like it
0: was like a video game
1: <laughs> on on the East Coast. Now your your methodology with that you got your head on a swivel. You're trying to you know figure out what the hell's going on, uh, not get rear-ended, not rear-end somebody else, that sort of thing. Get across. Are you using? Do you use your blinker? Do you let them? Do you indicate where you're going, or does that work out? I do. I okay, do. Yes, right. I do. Yeah. Some people think that, but, is detrimental. But I always thought it works better to let them know where you're going.
0: No, I, I I like to let people know because there may be moments where at least at least I signaled, and there may be some precarious moments where I've sped up and I know that it's a tight, but I'm gonna take this little window that I have to cut across, not to play a game, but because I need to get over there. You know, like I wish there was like a double blinker, like like I wish there was a signal to say I'm going four lanes across, so just a little help here, just a little, just lay off your gas, just lay off your gas, just a little bit, okay? Don't worry about the person behind you, because as long as you don't break. You're good, right? They should be able to be paying attention, and if they, but but you know, it's uh today at one point Kylie was gonna do something. She was gonna stop for someone making a uh, there was a oncoming car that was gonna make a left across two lanes of traffic, where in the left lane, and she was gonna stop for them. I'm like Kylie, nope. We're going 40 miles an hour. There are cars in the right lane. They might not stop. This person makes the left and gets swiped by the car next to us. You can't, And then uh, someone else might rear-end us. You don't stop. It may seem like the right or polite thing to do.
1: Right, right, If
0: we were at a light or coming to a light and there were cars in front of us, then maybe. It really depends. And I swear to you, two minutes later, on the same road, a man was crossing the street no crosswalk, he was crossing across four lanes of traffic, and he stopped right at the double yellow lines, and the car in front of Kylie stopped, and so she had to stop, and then the guy even knew, he, like, kind of waved the car to go on, because he saw that there were cars coming to the other lane, fortunately, the car in the lane, and it was like, are you, how, when does that happen when you're te- you know, teaching your young kid with a permit to drive that you explain a situation and then within two minutes or less, it happens again and it shows, like it illustrates what could you know even example. better.
1: Yes, here's your in the hypothetical. Not very often. Yeah, usually they gotta figure it out. Yeah,
0: no, it's great. So so anyways, but she but she gets a little bit anxious. She gets I mean, I was literally the minute she got in the car, she was a little stressed about like she was going this was in the afternoon, she was going to her solo rehearsal and it was the woman who runs the dance studio. And she can be real intense, and Kylie doesn't think she likes She's a little nervous about her, whatever. And I was, like, chewing almonds. And she's like, Dad, Dad what are you, can you, you can you chew less? I'm like, you're okay? She's like, I'm a little, there's a lot going. And she was stressed about driving and this. So, So I hope she doesn't pass out because I don't know. What, for a lot of reasons, she's my daughter. I don't like when anyone passes out. Um, but I don't want it to to make her more anxious and and afraid, right? Because she still has to get the second shot. So I hope it goes swimmingly,
1: yeah. yeah, um some people just freak out yeah. with shots, you know, it's like so. So the way, yeah. The, yeah. So, so, what were you gonna ask? Me? I, here, here's
0: this question for you. All so, right. this is a question. So, uh, you know that I subscribe to the Atlantic, okay? Yes, and uh, I, I don't always read it, but I get the emails uh, from one of the senior editors, and it says here, uh, this is um, it says this is from today, April 27th. Americans may soon be able to party safely again. Does that sentence fill you with excitement or dread? The COVID 19 outbreak. Uh, in coming months, blah, 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 blah. They'll divide into two camps. My colleague, Joe Pinsker, predicts Team Yes, who will sign up for more concerts and parties, weddings and casual hangs and after work drinks, and Team Couch, who will take the opportunity to slow down from their pre pandemic social calendar, wondering if maybe there were some benefits to this whole social distancing thing. And so there's this whole thing. It's, uh, you know, so. Uh, I think the headline was the coming introvert extrovert war was the subject heading so where do you fall which camp are you in
1: I, I'm gonna go extrovert uh, I am because you're uh,
0: gonna be team yes team out there doing team out things there.
1: Okay, yes I I, I it
0: was very are. clear that you would be that yes yeah
1: yes. you know because uh I, I just don't you know um you you could you could live somewhere in a you know far far from people. You could move to South Dakota or someplace like that where uh, you know there's uh, right Montana. Yeah yeah. Go to go to those kind of places yeah. and and make room for everybody yeah. else. But uh, yeah. I just uh, I I was telling Rachel today. I said I get an invitation uh, in f- for just about anything right now. I'm am just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm uh, you know I'm just going to show up and uh mm-hmm. she's she's a little more on the introverted side of it a little bit but i'm yeah. like yeah oh. let's just let's just go let's just uh,
0: let's get <laughs> how, out there. how far will you go will you will you become a wedding crasher i don't will you show up at someone else's wedding
1: it was okay i will tell you i had the idea, because I used to DJ, um, I, I DJ wedding dances. Um, I had the notion um, about Wedding Crasher about that movie, like ten years before the movie came out, um, because there's a lot of times in in these. Uh, You'll, you'll go to a big hotel and there'll be like five or six weddings going on in a hotel at any yes. given time. And, I, and yes. I always thought it would be so easy just to walk in and at the very minimum, just to go in and, and get a decent meal. You know, if, if you were right. dressed appropriately, you could just walk in and, and uh, you know, hi, how you doing? You know, just if you're courteous and mm-hmm. whatever, as long as... Mm-hmm depending on how they had the seating arranged and even still you could probably still pull it off fairly easy Um, you know get a plate and walk away or something yeah I I was always thinking that was that was doable then the movie came out so uh, but no I don't think I'm gonna uh, I won't crash weddings Uh, I I
0: I, I would I would say that yes uh, it's it's you it's would be easy to do that at many weddings, particularly a larger wedding. And that uh, there hasn't been a wedding with more than 50 people where the bridegroom or parents of the bridegroom haven't said, Do you know that person? Who was that? Do you, I don't know. They, I don't even know. if they do, you know, you know, it's like, you know, right. is, is yeah. anybody yeah. actually yeah. going to
1: approach you and say,
0: Who the hell are you? You know, what are you doing here? Yeah, especially if you do the plus one thing. If you invite someone with a plus one, right. You know, it's like there may not be an opportunity because of the way these events go and and it, unless it's a real intimate affair with a small group and say because it's really in my experience it's challenging with traditional weddings wedding parties to for a bride and groom to be incredibly present in this very surreal moment right you know. yeah This intimate private thing that you're doing, but you're professing and doing the thing in front of all people and combining it with a party, like a very stressful life changing moment, potentially for some people. And there's a big party with lots of alcohol and yeah. dancing and loud music. Yeah, so I, I've, it's, yeah. yeah. When that so, movie came, I, out, I won't be crashing any weddings either.
1: Yeah, when that movie came out, I was like, yeah, whatever. So now, so like, uh, I've talked about the the Codfish Hollow, the the barn uh, concert venue that I've talked about a lot. Um, they have started to uh, schedule a couple shows. Uh, one of them got sold out before I could uh, get tickets to it. It was a band called, or a, a performer called Waxahachie, which is... Uh, I'm not, oh, yeah, I know
0: Waxahachie.
1: Not super familiar
0: with her. I like her. some of their songs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one or two that but it sold out too quickly. Now, I did see that uh counting crows just came out with a uh, first uh, first thing they've done in like seven years um rachel's a big counting crows fan i've um you know it's it's you know i, I would definitely go to the barn to see the counting crows they've been there a couple times mm-hmm. and i have a feeling i'm just thinking they're at the point in the uh as far as their career goes since they like this place and uh... they're probably going to be looking for gigs to tour on this on this new uh... this new recording that they came out with it they may end up there so yeah i'll go there for that or, or whatever right. happens to get scheduled um, I'm, I'm hoping it's it's yeah, well that would be a cool show but i uh, will see. but yeah I'll, i i'm not too like i said i'm uh, looking at the uh, risk reward the idea that, uh, you know, and people talk about, well, uh, I had somebody I was having a conversation with the other day and they are saying, well, what about the the breakthrough cases? Well, if you look at the science on the breakthrough cases, um, A, a lot of it's anecdotal. Um, they, they may or may not actually be breakthrough cases, but out of the ones that exist, the uh, hospitalization factors like 0. .000305 uh, on the hospitalization factor for breakthroughs. So that's Um, five one-thousandth of one percent of people that um, have been a breakthrough uh, have ended up in some sort of a hospitalization. So this vaccine has made it so that uh, if you do contract some sort of a breakthrough or some sort of a variant or whatever uh, and a lot of that stuff's again anecdotal and we're gonna find out probably a couple years from now that most of those stories were um, fictional uh, in in many cases. we're we're, we're we're if you have the vaccine, you're you're pretty goddamn safe. Is what I'm saying. You you know, well live your life. Now there are people, like you said, that were introverts before this started, that want to continue mm-hmm. with this whole thing, and want to mm-hmm. keep their space and their distance and do that. And I you know, hey, go for it. And I'm
0: going to split the difference. I'm going to split the difference. Yeah. I want to sit on the couch a little bit. And still watch some stupid TV and good TV and bad movies and good movies and do the whole thing. But I, I want to be out there in the world. I, I, you know, I'll go to see a comedy show. I'll go see a concert. Go out to restaurants. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to Susie and I be able to go away and have it be more normal. We've we did stuff, yeah, er, like early onish, like we did stuff. You know, for my birthday, for her birthday and and you know we were masked and we were physically distanced and you know and it was fine but it's still not the same you know it's still this it 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 changes things yeah you know i i I even met i even met susie's um very close friend one of her closest longest friends uh that she met i i think when they were like 12 or something friend kim and they live in brooklyn and i think i talked about this and we went and it's the first time i'm meeting these friends and and uh we're sitting outside we're physically distanced. we're masked it's actually dark because it was you know still in the winter i can't remember what day i know it was cold out and uh and it was still weird and we chatted and we were social and we were friendly but at the same time it was weird and it was like i, I didn't love that being the first time meeting someone right not because they couldn't see my face because it just, it just changed something. And I, and it still makes me like, I feel like it gets an asterisk. Like I, I can't like, you can't see facial expressions. You know, you might hear a giggle or a laugh on something or engagement of some sort, but it's like, it's just, again, I, I it's, even when I'm working and I'm meeting people, people I've even known or met on a job, and I don't know who they are at first, my brain maps them as someone else. It it changes the the interaction and the experience.
1: Yes, it does. You know? And so, yeah, you talked about shows. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll have some. Well, I think you're going to get busy because the uh, uh, the Oscars. I think were a good re- representation of the idea that uh, we had a kind of a year off from from movie making. The the <laughs> Uh, there, uh, I don't think the level of, uh, what they had there for, um, for films that were represented in the Oscars were, were, you know, it, it, like, you well, I, 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 don't know that the
0: studios were going to spend a stupid amount of money on a big, big budget movie or something different under these circumstances, right? right. With everything happening the way it yeah, happened yeah. or pushing out a movie when you're not going to be able to maximize the amount of money that you can make on the movie
1: yeah yeah you yeah. know so saw,
0: they, it's it's possible some things were
1: shelved and uh i saw yeah. uh we rented uh nobody the uh the, the film nobody which is oh oh the one with the one with uh bob odenkirk bob odenkirk i love bob Odenkirk. where he's
0: getting punched i love bob odenkirk yeah. you know from uh better call saul breaking bad but he's yeah. bob and dave you yeah. know uh, so mr you, show he's brilliant he's great
1: you pay 20 bucks which i, I don't have a problem with that lesson going out, sure um yep. it wasn't it's not a great film I mean, well, it was okay it
0: i can't was, imagine it was a great film I, I i don't know much about it but i did hear someone talking about it i think a comedian is in the movie is it good a comedian? comedians bill burr in the movie or am i making uh, that up
1: bill burr is not in it as far as i remember but no no i, I mean I, it was okay I'm confusing i the movies that well, i saw like uh nomadland i know you and i both talked about this we both kind yep. of snoozed through that um Uh, I'm trying to what I think what else was nominated for various whatever but I I was just like (sighs) I was like I don't know all these are pretty weak, so I'm thinking that you know, we're gonna have a Like the the roaring 20s is I've heard people talk about that that you know, we're just gonna have this uh, we're gonna have you know artistically and uh, just uh, spiritually we're just gonna have this uplifting thing that happens now because uh, like after the last um, the last big pandemic thing, which was in 1917, apparently, um, when when that was, you know, the World War One was over and then the pandemic uh, faded away, then everybody was, you know, ready to party. They were ready to be extroverts. They <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You, you know who saw the film Nobody?
1: <laughs> Nobody.